Chapter 26 The Choice is Yours The eventual victory of liberty is inevitable because only liberty is functional for modern man. Murray Rothbard, Economist and Philosopher The future is open. Let's visit three hypothetical alternatives. More Politics, Nannytopia The ideal of countless intellectuals, writers, and political activists has finally come true. The world has a unified government, and the same rules apply to everyone. Of course, this is a democratic and fair world. Their motto is, Everything for democracy, everything through democracy, nothing against democracy. Riding on the promise of a high, unconditional basic income for all the citizens of the world, no matter where they live, the necessary majority for the world government of wise people, as the press calls it, and a world constitution has finally emerged. As the wise selflessly strive for a better world, all energy sources that they believe contribute to climate change, that is, oil, natural gas, and coal, are immediately banned. At the same time, the democratically elected sages have reservations about the use of nuclear energy, which is why it must no longer be used for energy production either. Anyone who denies human influence on the climate or plays down the effects of climate change can be prosecuted for climate sedition. In addition, a uniform minimum wage and comprehensive protection against dismissal apply in all countries worldwide. A violation of this is a criminal offense on the part of the entrepreneur who must prove his innocence if suspected of exploitation. A worldwide referendum also results in a large majority in favor of an individual wealth limit of 10 million U.S. dollars. All assets beyond the upper limit, as well as earnings of more than 1 million U.S. dollars per year, are now subject to the 100% Piketty tax. If the value of one's own company shares exceeds the upper limit, the excess is sold and the proceeds are to be transferred immediately to the world community, represented by the world government. The proceeds are used for meaningful things, such as the spread of organic farming and veganism all over the world. The wise are striving for an agricultural shift towards natural forms of cultivation without the exploitation of animals. Genetic engineering has been banned, as has factory farming and any use of chemical products in foodstuffs. Cashless payment transactions are obligatory to ensure that global citizens also eat a healthy diet and behave as climate neutral as possible. Dietary habits are strictly observed because everyone has to shop with a personalized card. Alcohol and nicotine are prohibited because they are harmful, although there was no referendum on this. If a certain quota of meat consumption per week is exceeded, the shopping card does not allow any further transactions. Corresponding purchases in restaurants or supermarkets are then blocked, as is air travel exceeding the permissible quota as set by the world government. Exceptions apply to politicians. Discrimination and racism are relics of the past. If a woman or man rejects a marriage proposal, the rejected person may file a complaint of discrimination. These are then democratically voted on in the respective municipality. 
If the complaint is granted, the person initially rejected must be married. Parents of beautiful children are advised to perform disfiguring facial surgery so that they do not diminish other children by their good looks. Jokes of all kinds are frowned upon as discriminatory and are usually punishable by law. But the democratization of all areas of life goes even further. The world government is committed to comprehensive gender equality. Since all schools worldwide now have binding curricula and teaching content, it is now common knowledge that there are no biological differences between the sexes, but that these are a social construct. Showing naked female skin in advertisements, films, or print media is forbidden because of sexism. Even a compliment to a woman can lead to the loss of a job. Prostitution and the production and possession of pornography are prohibited to protect women. Violations are only punishable for men, however, because in the opinion of the wise, women are always victims. Any objection that such preferential treatment for women would contradict the doctrine of gender equality is prosecuted as criminal gender hate speech. But of course, the penal system is humane. Deviants are usually subjected to discussion therapy because they require only guidance to be led from their mistaken point of view. The same applies to parents whose children have behavioral problems at school, for example by showing pronounced male or female behavior. Repeat offenders may be deprived of their parents and entrusted to more suitable couples for care. Stubborn dissidents are sent to re-education camps where they are taught the foundations of progress and democracy, in particular the acceptance of the measures of the world government elected by the democratic majority. After all, the wise see the future of mankind in a single mixed race. Therefore, migration flows are managed according to plan in such a way that the ethnic groups are as mixed as possible. Local resistance may be forcibly suppressed. Even forced resettlements are no longer taboo. Sooner or later, scientists whose findings deviate from the convictions of the world government will no longer receive funding. Since there are also no longer any significant private fortunes that support independent scientists who are open to knowledge, research is now only within the limits set by the world government. Surprisingly, economic performance has not developed positively since the world government took office. Industrial and agricultural production are declining. The forced ethnic resettlements have created numerous armed resistance groups. Countless people are without electricity or are starving. The number of people receiving the unconditional basic income is also growing exponentially, so that the world government regrets that it has to be regularly reduced. On the other hand, the economic shrinking process is welcomed because mankind's ecological footprint has to be reduced anyway in order to save the climate and conserve resources. Therefore, numerous commentators and economists propagate the return to the simple life within the framework of the Great Transformation. It only follows that private car ownership is prohibited. However, tens of thousands die of spoiled food every month because preservatives are no longer permitted. This is not reported by the press. A new project of the world government is to bring millions of people work, especially the countless unemployed social scientists. The revision of all books and films in all languages with regard to gender justice 
anti-racist and anti-sexist language and action. Legends, fairy tales, and practically all the classics of the 19th and 20th centuries are undergoing considerable changes. This project is funded by the world government from tax revenue. The old books may be incinerated as a source of heat for needy, powerless people, disregarding any climate concerns. Great hopes rest on this project. More Religion, Universal Caliphate It is he who has sent his messenger with the religion of truth to make it victorious over every other faith. Quran, Surah 61, verse 9 And fight against the unbelievers until all believe in Allah. Quran, Surah 8, verse 39 Mission Accomplished the Muslims have achieved the majority of the population in all countries of the world through decades of birth jihad. This was facilitated by the worldwide opening of all borders, combined with the anchoring of the human right to immigration in the United Nations Charter. Recently, Japan and the island states in the Caribbean have also become Muslim by majority. Subsequently, the worldwide acceptance of Sharia law was decided by a democratic majority. Of course, there were one or two flaws, such as the genocides of the Jewish minority in Israel, the Amish, and the Polish Catholics. Also, the conversion of the remaining population was not always completely nonviolent. But now, Dar as Salaam, the House of Peace, has been built, and disputes and wars should be a thing of the past. All non-Islamic sacred buildings, but also all texts and films in which reference is made to other religions, have been destroyed. Nothing should remind anyone of how confused parts of humanity were before they found their way back to true faith. History has also undergone a comprehensive revision. Adolf Hitler, for example, is now seen positively. His book, Mein Kampf, is now one of the ten best-selling books globally and no longer only in the Arab world. In the world capital, Mohammedania, the world caliph rules supported by the Religious Council of Guardians. His motto is, Everything for Allah, everything through Allah, nothing against Allah. Those institutions guarantee a globally uniform interpretation of Sharia law. For example, the Islamic Republic of Australia, which is considered particularly liberal, had decreed that underage thieves should no longer have their hands chopped off when petty things are stolen. This led to an outcry of indignation among theologians, since Sharia did not know the principle of proportionality nor the special treatment of the underaged. The world caliph has made a decision here that has been unanimously praised in the press as Solomon-like. The known rules of Sharia law remain in force, but mutilations and floggings are no longer carried out publicly as far as this is considered offensive in the respective society. Due to the introduction of Sharia as the legal foundation, the density of regulations has decreased considerably, which would theoretically have made a certain economic upswing possible. Scientific research and technological innovations, however, are in sharp decline because societies are primarily concerned with who can pray and fast better. For every activity, no matter how small, must always be checked for conformity to the Sharia. If in doubt, a fatwa should be obtained. 
Also, the entire female part of the population is largely excluded from economic activity. Because of decades of birth jihad, there is an enormous surplus of young, unqualified, unemployed men. These gather in particular in the true Taliban movement, which calls itself also the most pious of the pious. This movement, which is particularly influential in the clergy, prevents women from exercising rights similar to those of men in practice. In most countries, therefore, the ban on women leaving the house unveiled or without male company is also enforced. According to Sharia rules, married women must also expect to be stoned to death for adultery after having been raped. Informers are also omnipresent to report anyone who does not pray five times a day or who does not fast during Ramadan. The theory of evolution can no longer be taught in schools. Showing naked female skin in advertisement, films, or print media is forbidden as un-Islamic. There are some intellectuals who advocate a historical, critical interpretation of the Quran and Sunnah. However, most of them do not have a long life expectancy, nor do those who recall the mass murders in Israel and elsewhere. Surprisingly, there has been no peace. Shiites, Sunnis, true Taliban, and countless subgroups argue over the correct interpretation of the Quran and Hadiths. At present, it is above all disputed whether the marriage age for girls, according to the model of the Prophet, should be reduced to nine years, and whether besides the Sharia there is any need for legal texts. Recently, the Shiite states declared that they would no longer recognize the right to immigration after the Sunnis tried to immigrate to their countries in large numbers and to overturn the majority there. Both sides are now arming against each other. Other regional caliphates have announced that they would only recognize the rulings of the world caliph if they corresponded to their own interpretation of the Sharia. Kurds and Alevites are demanding their own caliphate, and armed conflicts are looming. In the Islamic Helvetic Confederation, there have already been terrorist attacks on mosques in which moderate imams preach. The true Taliban has claimed credit. More Self-Determination Decentralia After the collapse of the Western welfare states and the end of the Islamic Reformation Wars, the world has developed quite differently than practically all intellectuals, science fiction authors, and futurologists would have predicted. Instead of a world government, there are over 2,000 different systems, some of which differ considerably from each other, but have one thing in common. Participation in them is voluntary. Many communities are run by private companies, but there are also cooperative models, direct and indirect democracies, and numerous hybrid forms. Most communities are culturally, ideologically, or ethnically homogenous. It is common to try out different systems at a young age before deciding on one. However, most social orders grant their inhabitants considerable liberties, especially in economic terms, but also with regard to personal freedoms. Otherwise, the inhabitants would quickly move to an adjacent system, of which there are a sufficient number on each continent. Apart from a few strictly religious communities, the view that every adult person has the right to a self-determined life has become accepted worldwide. Three private currencies are common worldwide, one gold-backed and two cryptocurrencies. There are also countless local currencies. 
Since interest rates and currencies can no longer be manipulated by central banks and governments, the creation of wealth, for example for old age provision, can be planned and implemented. Purchasing power is constantly increasing due to productivity gains. Deflation is a normal part of life in these societies. Systems that arbitrarily increased their taxes, manipulated their currency, or constantly changed the rules have disappeared from the market over time. Widespread free trade ensures that production takes place at the most favorable location. This has put enormous pressure on overall costs. Systems that have not participated in free trade regimes also benefit from this. As productivity advances, all goods and services are getting better and cheaper. Innovations are not hindered in many systems and are therefore omnipresent. Thus, a considerable standard of living is also possible for low earners. Many are already retiring in their mid-40s, especially as the cost of living has fallen enormously overall. Usually, only one parent has to work so that the other can take care of the children. Nursing care for the elderly is also inexpensive because workers can be recruited all over the world. In principle, anyone worldwide can apply for a job, assuming the job is located in a place the applicant is allowed to enter and reside in. Since only a few systems have dismissal protection rules, you can quickly find a new job, and it is quite common to resign if your work or superiors do not suit you, even if you do not yet have a new position. Interfering in the lives of others, paternalism and know-it-alls have become rare. People have also become more self-confident and aware as they are primarily responsible for their own affairs and cannot outsource them to a collective, the government, or society. In most communities, institutional policy only exists as a remnant, foreign policy between the systems still being necessary. Incidentally, people buy the services they want and promote the concerns that they consider worthy of support worldwide. The last major project that found numerous donors worldwide was the eradication of female genital mutilation in the last affected areas. This was achieved by a rather banal method, namely the payment of a premium to the parents on proof of non-mutilation at the time of adulthood. The population explosion in Africa had already been successfully stopped by similar means years before. Humans are positive about the future and technology, and the new big topic is how the future settlement of distant Earth-like planets can be managed. Wars and conflicts have become rare because in affected systems a migration starts immediately, which brings them to the brink of insolvency. From time to time, a new totalitarian ideology or religion arises, like the Knights of Equality or the Gaia Rules movement. They also manage to take control of one or the other system. However, to the disappointment of their mostly young heroes of virtue, their economic success and social attractiveness are regularly so low that they soon disappear again. When they become militarily active, an ad hoc coalition of neighboring communities is usually quickly formed. Most people are aware that if necessary, they must defend their freedom and self-determination by force. Related systems are often organized in alliances. Within the systems, revolutionaries and criminals are expelled and, if nobody wants them, taken to special zones, 
for which a market has gradually developed. The future remains uncertain, but it is in our hands. Millions of people are already working with all their heart and soul to make Nanitopia or the Universal Caliphate a reality. Decentralia, on the other hand, has few supporters at the moment. But that can change, and it's going to end up that way anyway. For both Nanitopia as a secular doctrine of salvation and the Universal Caliphate as a divine version of the same, as well as all conceivable variations thereof, are not stable or robust orders. They have too many internal contradictions or are simply not suitable for the guarantee of life, freedom, and prosperity. Neither more politics nor more religion are suitable solutions for harmonious coexistence. If people have to be careful with every word or action, if they have to ask permission for everything, then they will hardly be the source of innovation or problem-solving. And the more restrictive the rules, the more those who have failed will try to compensate for their deficits by denouncing rule-breakers and insisting on strict observance. This gives them the power they are unable to achieve through their own efforts. That is why hypocrisy, denunciation, and economic decline are the main characteristics of such societies. Ultimately, all systems that do not allow individuals to live their lives according to their own values result in some small group imposing its will on all others, always in the name of the good, of a god, or of the general welfare. But sooner or later, the others will no longer stand for it. After all, a self-determined life in peace and prosperity is what the majority of people want. People will therefore continue to look for alternatives until these objectives are more or less achieved. Nanitopia, or the Universal Caliphate, would set this development back by decades, if not centuries. We can avoid this detour. Instead, let us finally admit that everyone has the right to a self-determined life.